Um, just reminding everybody about the Askara tonight for Rabbi Farber Zetzal. Um, if you can't be here in person, which many of you can't for logistical reasons, we are uh, Zooming it if you're interested. And if you can't do that, of course, I will make the recordings available and hopefully we'll even be able to send them out tomorrow in uh in the weekly newsletter in Hashavua. Um, okay, thank you to our sponsors okay. in memory of Rabbi Farber, and uh, it's wonderful to see you. And let's get started. Um, so, okay, so today we're going to continue with our talk about uh, Tilim. Uh, we're going to be looking at page Reish Pei Ches, okay, which is uh, should be on your screen. Um, Okay, that's with the part that's about a third of the way down on the page. Okay. So in the in the in the in the uh, mimer here, so of Minsberg uh, has really two separate sections uh here, one just talking about bitachon and one talking about emuna. And Reish Pei Vav, which we're not going to do today. He discusses bitachon, and on Reish Peches, which I hope to do today, we're going to. He discusses emuna. Now, a word is in place for the relationship between emuna and bitachon. Sometimes the words are used interchangeably, but they're not. How do we translate emuna, or how do we how, how do we understand the concept of emuna? Emuna, I would say, is how do we see the world? Bitachon is how do we live our lives in the world? The Ramban says, uh, there's a sefer called, uh, <clears throat> the sefer Bitochon of the Ramban. The Ramban writes as follows, Kol ma'amin. If you have Bitochon, so there has to have been emun, there has to be emuna in your life because you couldn't reach Bitochon without emuna. Avolo kol ma'amin boteach. But not everybody who has emuna is boteach. He's called bitachon is the fruit of the emuna. For instance, we can know that events, let's say, you know, the, the terrible events of uh, the, the past month, or whatever, right, are we, we have emuna that they're yad Hashem. But that doesn't necessarily mean that we have the bitachon to live our lives securely without the fear and without the nervousness and the insecurities that can come from the situation. So we have to have we have to have the emuna to know that everything is beyond Hashem, that everything happens because Hashem wants it to happen, and we have, then we have to go the step further and develop within ourselves the bitachon, which is how we will live our lives and how we will actualize that uh, that understanding and that that insight into how we conduct ourselves and how we relate to. world around us. So which is deals with the Amuna and the Amuna really should become be the first. So let's see inside. Again, we're discussing what is it that we see in Tehillim that we don't do not necessarily understand or not necessarily realize when we're learning the Torah itself. So he says Tehillim 
במבט של השגחה פרטית. Tillam teaches us that we should understand, we should contemplate, we should view all events from the point of view of השגחה פרטית. אפילו בתיאור מאורעות, even when it comes to just describing events, נותן ספר תהילים עבד רבוי אמונה ועומק האמת. Tillam gives us a view, a point of view, which is suffused with, permeated with אמונה and the depth of the truth. And the Torah, sometimes events are just described as they appear from the outside, externally. But from the point of view of Tilim, that same event is brought from a deeper point of view, which sees as Ashkocha and the intended son of Hashem. Kachu dugma. So, for example, Mesupar, Betorah Mesupar, Ketzad Nistabavu Advarim. How did the, the Torah tells us, what were the, the core, the chain of events? Ad she'achim machru at Yosef from Mitzrayim. Rak Yosef, it was only at Parshas Vaychi, after all of the events, Hu she'hanik et ha'kavanah ha'mukah, Yosef gives us the deeper understanding. It's not you, but it was God. But until him, the event, when the, when the event is described, and we know that there are several chapters until him which are historical in nature, they go over the history of Kal Yisrael from the beginning, and there, until him, Kufei, it writes immediately, that it was Hashem who sent before the Jewish people the Ish, the Eved, who, uh, the Yosef who was sold. It was HaKadosh Baruch And then just skipping down a couple of lines, just the highlighted lines of the Pesach, uh, it says in Tehillim there, even though in the Torah we have a whole series of events, causes and effects of how did Yosef get out of the jail and how did he become the king, but in, in Tehillim it goes directly to the point. Shalach Melech, HaKadosh is the one who sent Paro to free him. Moshel Amim, he sent the ruler of the nations, Vayifatcheo, to let him go. And then in the next paragraph we see the same kind of a thing. In the Chumash it says, right, the whole story, and the beginning of, of Parsha Shmos, and, and until him, it says, no, exactly we're getting to the point when we describe the event, HaKadosh Baruch Hu turned their hearts to hate the Jewish people. HaKadosh Baruch Hu and and we and we have further examples of how this is how David Amelech ran his whole life. Right? We have here we have a quote from Sefer Shmuel, where in the dialogue or the interaction between David and Goliath Aplishti, right? David and Goliath, when when uh, David was uh, when Goliath, Goliath was cursing David and making fun of him, and right, and what what did what did David say? Right? Just to skip to, to the last line of the page. Vayomer David el 
Right? David said to the Plishti, You come to me with a sword and a spear, uh, right? with a dagger. I'm coming to you with the name of Hashem. God will turn you over to me. And I will remove your head. And your carcass will be just thrown to, right, to be devoured by the birds of the of the heavens and the animals of the earth. Everybody will know that there is God. It is not with the sword and it's not with the spear that Hashem gives. So David, this is David Amelech's approach. David Amelech sees Hashgacha in every step of his way. Right? If we go down to we'll skip the one paragraph, but to the next paragraph, David Right? David relates to everything that's happening to him with hachnaa, with humility, with submission. He submits to the will of Hashem. And he takes it and he agrees and, and he doesn't fight back. He doesn't, he doesn't try to escape the Xeros. Right? When he's running away from his king, from his from his from his son, right? He's pursued and and uh, and lowered and, uh, and ashamed. And Shimon ben Gera comes out and curses him. And Avishai ben Surya wants to defend him, right? Wants to defend the honor of David Amelech, and he wants to decapitate the, the Mekalel. Right? David doesn't let that happen with the explanation. Kalel et David. He says, it's all biyad Hashem. If it's happening to me, it's because Hashem willed it to happen to me. Umi Omar madua sitakein, and nobody can say to Hashem, why have you done that? Hanichu lo kalel. Let him just curse. Ki amar lo Hashem. So here we see, right, he's bringing, and this is something which we see over and over again in, in the, in the, uh, in, in Sefer Tehillim, how David HaMelech is sees everything that happens to him, everything that happens in the world through a lens of Ashgacha Pratit. Nothing is bimikre. And so the question that we should be thinking about is, well, how should we look at the small events of our life? In other words, it's not it's not so hard for us to see the big events, right? The wars, the the the, the, the things that are happening around us today. So, right, and we see Nisim, and we see that there are all kinds of things that are happening. We hear all kinds of stories about all the what's, what's happening, right? And and we see the the Yad Hashem is here. But also, what about in our daily lives? Right? What do we do? Right? How 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 far should we go? Right? Should we be looking to find signs and symbols and 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 things that'll tell us which direction to go? It's a hard thing to do, but. One thing that we're saying here is emuna right, relates a lot to the past, to interpret the events. Again, it's hard to know when we talk about bitachon, Mir Hashem tomorrow. We'll talk about how to use that and use that information, how to use that approach and attitude 
towards living our lives, right, and towards going forward in the future. But emuna is to look at the events and hear the voice of Hashem. And we have to really believe that Hashem talks to those who listen. If things the things work out well today, ask yourself the question: right? Did something that I did right, did it work out well? So give thanks to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, the one who put things together, the one who orchestrated it, and things worked out. Right? And recognize the Yad Hashem. And if things didn't work out today, so then we have to recognize the Yad Hashem in that as well. We have to recognize that Hashem is speaking to us. Hashem is telling us something that maybe we could have done something better today. Maybe there's a reason that something went wrong, and, and we have to try to think about what went wrong. Amidst, amidst the jumble of noise, right, there's a lot of noise, there's a lot of things happening, and there's a lot of different possibilities, and a lot of different explanations. But I believe that there is a voice which a trained ear can hear. A person who believes that Hashem talks to people, that Hashem is interested in us to the very even the most detailed elements of our lives, uh, that nothing escapes him and nothing is beyond his interest and nothing is too small for him to pay attention to him. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we say, is Zan mikarnei re'eimim ad beitzei kinim. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives Parnasa right, from the biggest animals in the world to the beitzei kinim, to the, to the eggs of the lice. Right? Everything is, is sustained and given by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that includes us in, the, in, 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 in between. And I think that if we read the Sefer Tehillim, keep our eyes open and learn and try to adopt this attitude towards the things that are happening in the world, that everything is happening, right? and that we can train ourselves and learn how to hear and how to listen and how to become an, a more intimate relationship with the God Baruch where there is a dialogue, where there's a give and take, where we can lift up our heads and say, Thank you, Akkadish Baruch Hu, and say, or say, I'm sorry, Akkadish Baruch Hu, if something doesn't work out. And with Hazrat Hashem, Akkadish Baruch Hu will give us the insight and the ability to see Him and see His Hanhaga and see His Ashgacha in every step of our lives. Okay, Rabbi Say. Okay, okay, it was a pleasure having you with me today. And Mir Hashem, tomorrow we'll have the concluding cheer in the series. Thank Go you, to. Rabbi, very Thank much. You. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, Rabbi. Thank you.